What's up, Wellspring? Thanks for tuning in to this podcast. This is our first episode ever um, of the Wellspring podcast. Uh, I'm here, Brian, and then with me also is Craig. Hey, Say, guys. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting started. This is our first podcast ever, um, and uh, the series that we're wanting to start, um, we're calling Real Life. Um, we're going to have a couple different series on the Wellspring podcast, um, but this one we're calling Real Life because we, we want to take a little bit of time and dive into um, what that whole idea means. When we say real life, um, it, it means a couple different things for, right. for this podcast. Right. One of them um, is I'm a Christ follower. You're a Christ follower. Absolutely. Um, what does that look like in real life, right? Be- yeah. Because I feel like um, having... Uh, been in ministry for 15 years and being around churchy people for a long time. There's lots of concepts out there, um, but talking about really h- how do I move those concepts into reality, uh, in- into my relationships, into my interactions with strangers and everyone the world in the world around me. Right, right. Um, so talking about that aspect of real life, um, but but then also talking about the real things that happen in life. Yeah, right, right. Whether it's career wise, whether it's um, maybe dreams and goals that you have, your family, right. um, all kinds of things that that really our hope is to encourage you um, to be real with you as we're real with each other, right. um, and and ultimately to add value to your life. Um, and so that so that's the goal of this whole podcast that we're starting we this series. This is real exciting. Life. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Awesome. So so Craig, when we talk about real life, you and I, before we started this podcast, we're having a little bit of a conversation sure. uh, about what that whole thing really means. So yeah. so when we say real life, um, in, in, in your mind, what are we talking about? So look, firstly, and I think primarily, we think that life is done with other people. Yeah. You can't get through life without interacting with other folks, whether that's at your job or with your family or just people at church. But I think so often we, we fall back into ourselves and disconnect all those pieces and we don't have those real interactions with one another or we're not sure how to do that. And so yeah. how do we be real with one another? I think we'd like to unpack that a little bit. What does that look like? Yeah, because I feel like it's easy to compartmentalize my life. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, here are, here are these relationships, right? So I have... I have my relationships with I have my relationship with my children in the morning, right? right. When I get them ready for school. That's right. one version of me. Yes. Right. And then I go to the gym and I'm around these other people at the gym. And okay, so, so then uh, how do I behave here? How do I act here? How mm-hmm. how am I in this environment? Right. Um, and then I come and do a podcast with you. How am I Acting. in yeah, right. you know what I mean? And so it's easy to compartmentalize. And I and I think especially we see um, this happening. Uh, really all around us, um, especially since I think the the pandemic kind of reveals mm-hmm. a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. I, I think in that compartmentalization, um, I think people realize uh, how lonely they really are. Yeah, really. Uh, and, then in, and then in that loneliness, we behave a certain way. Right. You right. know? And, and so I think unpacking that is, is, is worth a conversation. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I think that because, yeah, as you say, as we compartmentalize, we become, we put on these certain images of the way we interact with different people and the loneliness is even exacerbated in that because people don't really get to know the real us, yeah. the real us. And so being, understanding that we can be real and who is the real Craig, who's the real Brian, who's mm-hmm. the real you yeah. and how do you interact with, with people being real instead mm-hmm. of putting on all of these different images and faces for different interactions is something I think 
that you're right. It's really been brought out in the pandemic, and people have really had to dig deep and think about that a lot more. Yeah, I, I think that the big and the big word that some people are terrified of, um, and I get it, yeah. is vulnerability. Right? How vulnerable can I be? Because yep. when we say real, um, I, I, when I think of like, well, I'm just real. I, I'm not saying um, to use that phrase as an excuse for. Um, maybe behavior that wounds other people. Right. Well, I'm just being the. I'm just being, being real. real. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of times where people use that phrase like yeah. that, and I'm like, I, you're being a real jerk. Yeah. But you're, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Right. Like, right. but that's not what we're talking about. No. But like when we say real, we talk about. I'm talking about being vulnerable. Yeah. And how vulnerable can I be with another person? Because a lot of times, um, I, I know for myself personally, I'll talk. I'll talk for me. A lot of times. I tend to lean back in operating um, in self-protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can I? How can yeah, I? How can I protect true. myself in this relationship? How can I tech protect maybe my ego in right. this relationship, or maybe some other things that I that I feel like I care about more than this relationship? Yep. So I'm going to operate in self-protection mm-hmm. instead of um, for myself being a Christ follower, how do, how do I operate in love? Yep. Because those two things, you, you don't really operate in at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think one of the things that we do, one of the things I know I, I've done in the past is I tend to hide behind a, a, a showing an, an interest and asking a lot of questions of somebody else. Because if I do that, then I look good and I'm, I'm, I'm spending time with them and I'm showing interest in them, but I'm not really giving anything else of myself away. And, and a relationship, a real relationship means that I'm giving something of myself away and opening up and that we can have that conversation then that's based on the, the real feeling of me and the real feeling of you and we're not just hiding behind these questions. Yeah, I think, um, I think that that's something you and I have in common is that um, I can Dale Carnegie myself <laughs> through situations like right. how, to, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and that book's wildly popular. Yep. Um, and in my opinion, that book's an awesome way to manipulate people, right? right. <laughs> like how do I ask a bunch of questions so they think a certain thing about me? Right. Uh, and ultimately, at, at the end of the day, that, that, that's not really being vulnerable. Yep. That's, that's not really trying to connect um, to, to another person Correct. in that moment. Yeah. And I'm certainly guilty of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I get so busy in my, in my head, my brain, I feel mm-hmm. like runs a, a million miles a minute and I'm trying to get to the next thing. And all of us have fast moving schedules and all yep. this stuff, but, but it's really trying to take, take a minute and say, how do I slow down and how do I be intentional in this? How do I be vulnerable with this person? Right. 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 Um, because it's an opportunity to connect. And if I don't take advantage of those opportunities, I'm going to end up feeling lonely. Yeah. I'm going to end up feeling alone. And so just a couple of, couple of things that point out is being vulnerable doesn't mean that you're just spewing your guts out to anyone and everyone that comes along. Right. You really, I love people like that. Yeah. It's about, yeah, I know we all do, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but we've got to spend the time to first build a relationship. And of Mm -hmm. course that means asking questions and showing interest in the other person, but that's only going to go so far if you don't also show some vulnerability and open up yourself. Right. And that takes time. Yeah. And time is, is uh, tough to spend with people, but it's about picking the time and the place and, and yeah. building those relationships, whether it's over coffee or around the water bottle at, mm-hmm. at work or, or uh, in the hallway at church or wherever it might be. But you've got to take that time to get to know somebody. Yeah. And then as you trust them and the trust is built, then you can open up some more. You can be a little bit more vulnerable and they'll be vulnerable with you as well. Yeah. And that means that the relationship starts getting built on some, some true understanding of one another. Yeah. And sometimes I, you, I, I feel this way and you might feel the same way too if you're listening. 
Um, I, I don't know if I have the time to, to do that. I, I, I don't know if I can risk the time or invest the time in um, building a relationship or oh, being yeah. authentic. I don't, I don't know if I can risk the pain that might happen if I am vulnerable with someone else. Um, and, and I've had all those same thoughts. Um, but, but maybe you could shift your perspective a little bit um, of, yeah, you, 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 it's going to cost you time to do that. Um, yeah, there might be some risk involved to do that. Um, but inversely, the cost of not, not doing that. connecting <clears throat> with people, not having right. relationship, relationships with people, yep. um, n- not risking um, having those uh, emotional connections and right. like really being vulnerable with a person, like that cost is higher. Yeah. That risk is more yeah. than actually taking the time to say, here's a person in my life um, and again, as a Christ follower, that I believe that God has put in my life, right. I'm going to take a second and hear this person. Right. I- I'm going to take a second and see this person yep. for where they're at. And um, then to let yourself be seen. Yeah, right? yeah. which is the scary, which is the scary part. Yeah. Um, because rejection is ter- terrifying. Oh, my goodness. You know, like yeah, rejection is terrible. It's, it's got to be right up there with my number one fear. It's, it's <laughs> the fear of rejection. That's, oh, yeah. That's right up there. What do people think of me? Yeah. You know, I heard someone say the other day <clears throat> that Genesis um, talks about the creation and it talks about God did this and it was good. God did that and it was good. You know, he created the world, he created the animals, he created man and it was good. The first time he says it was not good, he says it was not good for man to be alone. Mm, yeah. And and loneliness is is such a, a horrible place to be. Yeah, it's terrible. And we can be lonely with people all around us. Mm. And but this but the fear can over overwhelm us to not want to get out there and and, and to, to build those relationships. Yeah. So there's this constant struggle that we think we all have, um, and particularly those introverts introverts amongst us um, <laughs> that that just find it hard to get out there and, and 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 talk to other people and get to know other people. Yeah. But it's not good for us to be alone. It no, simply is not. No, it's not. Um, and, and there's there's certainly a lot of things that when when you feel that loneliness, when you feel alone, there's there's different things that I that all of us do that I do that would be destructive, right? To try to make myself feel feel better, yeah. right? Um, and so for me, sometimes it's just like I'm, I'm be honest, and you might have experienced this for me. Sometimes it's just being a jerk, <laughs> you know. Sometimes it's just being like, well, I, I want to move forward and talk about something else. I, yeah. I just want to, you know. Boom, boom, boom! Really fast interactions, um, or almost to ramp myself up as if I'm busy right. to make myself feel important. Yep. Right. Um, and th- and then if I feel important, it doesn't matter if I'm alone. Every important person is probably alone. Right. You know. <laughs> you know. You know and, and and I think one of the things I I struggled with in the past, and and it's it's something I've worked on a lot in the last few years, is this idea that if you really knew me, if mm. you really knew me, that you wouldn't like me. Yeah. And, and so that's why I protect myself mm-hmm. and that's why I'm not going to be vulnerable because I have this in, this thought that if you really knew who Craig was that that somehow that, that you wouldn't like – but guess what? I think we all think like that. Yeah. I think everybody has those thoughts. A hundred percent, yeah. And, and, and yet and, – and the other thing that, that I, I think about is that relationships are messy. Relationships don't go exactly how we would like. They're <laughs> no, messy. They, no, they don't. But the, but the benefit of having a relationship with people, the benefit of, of being seen mm-hmm. and to see others and to build those relationships is, is just unbelievable. That's what God created us for. He yeah. created us for a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, first primarily with him. Absolutely. Know? First primarily to, ha- to have that um, 
vulnerability with him. You know, Wellspring, um, and we're going to do a teaching series on this um, pretty soon, um, really kind of outlining who we are as a church, but but there's so much richness in, in John chapter number four mm. that really is kind of where we get the namesake of the church. Right. Um, and, and one of the things that Jesus said that uh, to this woman at the well um, was uh, that there's coming a time, and, and it's here now, that the true worshipers of God are going to worship him in spirit and in truth. truth. And, and I grew up in the church where mm. I was told constantly, like, the truth is, you know, well, you know, this, that, and the, and they right. list all these like doctrinal things that, yep. that they hold to, you know, and, and a lot of them sometimes are preference things that they hold to saying, well, this is the truth. And that's what God's talking about. Right, worship right. me in spirit and in truth. But that is not what he's saying. No. He's saying people who will worship me in spirit. And when he says in truth means with their whole self, yeah, like good. every part of that's it. really good. It's your whole self yep. that God wants, yep. you know, that, that relationship. Yep. And, and my whole self is what you're talking about. Is like, mm, I know me yeah. and I don't like, like me. Yeah. Much less how God knows me even more than yeah. I know me. Yeah. How does he possibly like yep. me? <laughs> yeah. You know? But then the, the realization of um, he doesn't just like you. Like, he loves you. Yeah. Like, he's crazy about you. Yeah. Wild. He's crazy about me. Yeah, wild yeah. about you. And yeah. he desires your whole self. Right. Uh, and... and if if I can if I can learn and practice bringing my whole self into a relationship with Him, it makes it infinitely easier, yeah. so much easier really. when I sit down with someone to bring my whole self right. into this relationship because I know that I've been re- I know what rejection feels like, yeah. but I also know what complete acceptance, acceptance. feels yeah. like. Great word, yeah. And yeah. that acceptance that I have from Him yep. is is better. That is stronger than the fear of rejection that I feel from you. There you go. There you and go. so when I sit down, if I can learn and practice to bring my whole self into a relationship with God, yeah. I can sit down with you and bring my whole self into a relationship with you. And you might reject me, yeah. but it's okay. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. someone else has accepted me. There you go. So it's good. Yeah. Like, I'll try again. <laughs> you know, and it just made me think about, too, this idea of, of, of hiding behind advice. We have this, I think we all have this advice monster, I want to call it, advice monster. <laughs> We feel like, oh, you know, I've, I've read scripture. I know what it's all about. And I think it's, it's a trap we all fall into. Oh, I yeah. hide behind giving advice. You need to. You need oh, to. Yeah. You need to. And that's the worst thing we can ever do. Oh, I'm terrible at fixing people. Yeah, I'm really. Bad at it. Oh, we all want to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. and but when we see somebody else, you, you see things that obviously are not correct. Yeah. And and we feel like, oh, I just want to help them. And if, if they could just hear what I had to say, that mm-hmm. one piece of advice, I could change their life. Yeah. You know? But that's not that's not how relationships are built, right? No, and sometimes for me, if I'm being honest, for me, that's my desire to be the hero. Yeah, I can help you. Yeah, when I'm not the hero of the story, no, like Jesus is the hero of the story, absolutely. And so, if I'm going to do anything, if the most meaningful thing that I could do is to love you in the same way that Jesus loves you, mm-hmm. and and be committed to. Hey, I want to sit down with you, and I want to I want to have a relationship with yeah. you. And I, in this conversation or in our relationship, like if I'm bringing my whole self to a relationship with God, this is a cool thing. You want to know what God's like? He's like Jesus. And the more time that I bring my the, the more of myself I bring into a relationship with Jesus, yep. the more of Jesus is going to bring Himself in my, into the relationship with others. There you go. There you go. And like. That's where it happens. Yeah, and this this idea that <clears throat> somehow um, that I don't want myself to be seen is is frankly it's a rejection of 
God's love for me. Mm. Because if I had this sense that I need to put on a face, I need to give advice, I need yeah. to hide behind all these things, then really I'm saying I'm not trusting God. Yeah. Because he loves me, he likes me, he's crazy about me, he's yeah. crazy about you. And that, that way, if we can be open to one another through the midst of all that, then God's love can flow through all of us yeah. to one another. Well, and, and the best part of everything that we're talking about is that it's not just an idea. Like th- these are, oh, this is not, again. yeah, this is not just an idea. Like this is the type of life that God has always dreamed of you of, to live. Yeah. Like, like you can interact with those other people, right? Like in a vulnerable way, you can live an open-handed life. Yeah. You, you have to have that bringing of your whole self yeah. to a relationship with Jesus. So, so here's a question. How do I know if I'm not doing that? That's a good one. How do I yeah. know if I'm not doing that? And and so I, th- I think about well, you know, I you got, might be listening to this and saying, oh, well, I'm I'm real. I'm I'm honest with everyone. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think we can trick ourselves a little bit. That, yeah. But I think there's there's little indicators that God would give us along the way that would say, hey, this is this this might be an area where you need to just open up. And it, and it, and there's all sorts of things that we do to hide. It mm-hmm. might be we work too hard. We work long hours. Yeah. We don't spend time with the family. Mm-hmm. Maybe we drink a little bit too mm-hmm. much. Maybe we've got some other little side addictions that we don't really want people to know about. Yeah, yeah don't want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's not go there. But yeah, yeah. they're all indicators. I think that there's there's something missing, and there's an opportunity then to be to be real to say, hey, I've I've got some of these things, and these might be some of the things that I might say, hey, if you really knew that I was doing this stuff, yeah. that you might not like me. But then that's that's the point. They're the areas that you should be open and vulnerable about to mm. somebody now. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's build that trust and relationship, but let's move into those areas because they're really tough to move into. Yeah. They're tough to have conversations about. But yeah, yeah. Vulner- vulnerability isn't just, um, yeah, I'm having a bad day. No. You know, vulnerability isn't just like, yeah, you know, like I'm just tired. Right. Maybe I'm feeling a little anxious. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, or. Vul- or just walked into church in, in, in the lobby and, you know, been screaming and shouting at the at the family, <laughs> yeah. the kids or whatever else. Yeah. And how are you? Oh, I'm just uh, fine. That's, you know? Oh, gosh, I, the church smile. Yeah. Man, the oh church smile. Is, I'm guilty of it. Yeah. Uh, we've all done it. <laughs> yeah. We've all Where you done just it. put it on and you're like, yeah, you go from screaming at your wife in the car right. and your right. kids. And then you walk up and you go, hey, brother, how are you? Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Everything's yeah. great. God's good. All things work together for good. And those yeah. who love God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, the, the, but there, there, there should be little flags, right? Little indicators mm-hmm. that hey, I'm not being real. Yeah. And if we're going to truly sit here and say, how do we do real life? Those little flags should be little, little pinpricks in the side to say, yeah. these are areas that I do want to be vulnerable about. And for me, I think I am not clever enough to identify those on my own. Yeah. Like Ooh, I, I, like I, um, uh, until. Uh, it's not a little flag yeah. until like it's a big red waving one. And it's oh like, goodness. oh, I should probably do something about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's the catching it, catching those little indicators early. Yeah. I am not clever enough to identify on my own. Right. And that's where um, you have a couple resources to help shine the light or point to those indicators. Mm. One of them, of course, is the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. Like, am I, am I, uh, am I in this real relationship with God? Does does He have a voice in my life yeah. to say, like, what's going on there? Yeah. Like, am I am I open to um, a conversation with God? Yeah. Like, am I am I? So that's one indicator. Like, thankfully, hopefully, the Holy Spirit will point that out to me if I'm listening. Yep. Um, and then two 
It's having people in your life there you go. that love you, yeah. that believe in you, you um, and uh, that you can be vulnerable yeah. with. To where when, I, when I'm sitting in a conversation with Craig and he asks, so tell me about this. And I go, oh, I have to answer this question. Let me think. Let me think about this. Like, let me think. How do I? How do I actually feel about this? You know, and, and moving moving into that yeah. is, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the hardest things we can do, right? Is to, is to have people that that we've we've built something of a relationship with. Maybe it's growing, mm-hmm. but having those folks, I think you're absolutely right. The Holy Spirit does speak to us, but I think He often speaks through other folks. Yeah, for sure. those people asking those hard questions. Yeah. Saying, hey, are you are you really okay? Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's one of those things. Like, I don't, um, I, I, like, I, I wouldn't expect you to behave perfectly or in my idea of perfect all the time. Seriously? You know? Yeah, like, <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to behave perfectly. So, like, yeah, maybe I have an interaction with you, and, oh, Craig seems a little bit off. A little off. That doesn't, that doesn't mean every time you're a little off like i'm like craig what's going on with you do you need something do you need some water do you have a fever (laughs) what's going on like it's not that it's it's not that sometimes i feel like when you talk about being real when you talk about relationships that's kind of the hyperbolic image that goes into everyone's head it's like well yeah every time i see this person i have to bare my soul to them and i can't just talk and laugh and talk about real things or i can't just be like you know, I'm a little tired and irritable and I got a lot of stuff going on in my head. Yep. Like making room for people in your life, like not expecting people to behave perfectly. Um, I, I, all that, that messiness. Yeah, all that. The messiness it, yeah, of, of interaction. Is that messiness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it, it's one of those things like when I, so someone told me a, a long time ago, it was, it was about a job. They said, um, okay, so anytime you turn over a rock um, and there's a mess underneath it, like that's just job security. That's yeah. all that is. It's just job security. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And so like you can take that same idea and put it into relationships. Right. A- anytime I'm anytime I'm in our in our interactions or I have a relationship and there's messiness. All that is is just opportunity. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, okay, yep. well, there's a little bit of mess here, yeah. but I'm committed to this relationship. And right. so right. this is just a conversation that we get to have. Yep. And I'm probably gonna learn something about them and I'm probably gonna learn something about me. Sure. And right there and there may not be the time and place. We say, "Hey, man, let's catch up for a coffee. Let's yeah. let's go somewhere and have, have a bit of a chat. And, yeah, and let's let's uh, let's do life together. But let's just be real. Yeah, but just yeah. being willing to uh, invest in relationships. Oh my goodness! Like uh, yeah. it, it's just one of those things. Like uh, I think I said um, on this past Sunday, um, if if you see people, there, there's a story that that um, we're going through in the in the teaching series, dinners with sinners, where mm. Jesus sees. Levi, Matthew is yep. another name for him. He sees Levi, this tax collector. Uh-huh. Um, when everybody else just sees a tax collector and somebody who's yeah, like, oh, you're, yeah. you're the worst of the yeah. worst, Jesus saw a guy named Levi. Yeah. And he made him feel seen. Right. And then the very next scene in the story is Levi throws a big party and he brings all of his other tax collector friends. All these buddies. Yeah, yeah because when you, when people feel seen around you, yeah. they show up for you yeah. and they bring other people. Yeah. Uh, other people who need to be seen. Right. And, and that's what happens in your life. And so if you take those opportunities to see someone, yeah. a lot of times people are like, well, I struggle with friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I joke sometimes and say like the, the most underrated miracle that Jesus ever performed is being a 33 year old man with 12 friends. Like that's, <laughs> like, that's one of the most underrated miracles, yeah. right? That's huge. Yeah. But, but if you take the time to see people yep. and allow them to see you, right? Like what happens is one, they show up for you, there you go. and two, they're going to bring other people. Yep. 
other people who you can see yeah. and who you can allow to see the real you. Right. And 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 that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. You know, so. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this idea, the summary, I guess, is that first be seen by Christ, um, show yourself to Him, and He knows everything about you. Yeah. And in that confidence, I can let myself be seen to others, and I can see them as He sees them. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, All right, perfect. good. That's, That's our good. first episode. Oh, my goodness. We did it. Whoa, that was awesome. <laughs> I had fun. Yeah, that was awesome. That hey, was guys. Conversation. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We're going to be doing these um, hopefully every single week, so it'll be fun. Stay tuned in on Spotify and on our YouTube channel. Share this, and I will see you. Come and hang out with us at the Bear Levin Studer YMCA. That's where we have our um, Sunday morning gatherings for Wellspring at 10 a.m. Love you guys. See you. Bye. Bye. Don't leave. I <laughs> don't